Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Heaps Normal with an H, as Heggy says. <laughs> What they've done is just in time for Christmas, they've come out with a brand new non-alcoholic beer, another one in their line of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. They've got the half-day hazy. Have a half-day. You've earned it. Man, I knocked off my four-pack of half-day hazy that rolled up in the mail. Quite delicious. Good summer, refreshing drink. Have some. I was at the uh, I was at the park having a barbecue with the, the fam and some mates last weekend, and my four year old I turn around, the four year old's got it in his mouth. Yeah. Went to freak out. No need to. Non alcoholic, delicious, independent beer. What did you do instead? You took a photo of him and sent it to me. Yeah, so it's called was, parenting, yeah. mate. Don't panic. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> what am I? Dad, husband, <laughs> comedian, influencer. Get around them, heapsnormal.com, or you can probably just find them at bottle shops now. They've bloody blown up the old Heaps Normals. But if you buy them online, heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the? Out this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody, and I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Yeah, busy, busy weekend for me. Uh, we're recording this intro on a on a Sunday night. I've just been installing the uh, the net around my parents' place because mum is working hard at at uh, the Polo HQ there in the warehouse. And do we crash it with the orders? No, I've, I've built a net around the house like an iPhone factory. So if she oh. thinks about jumping from the roof, she's going to get caught and just bounce back into her room. <laughs> Thought you meant the net. Can't have that happening. <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, she's working hard. It's going well. About a week, gone, I reckon. In fact, a couple of sizes have already disappeared off the shelves. Hope we've still got yours. Uh, sold a woman's small the other day, so have that. They're getting around. They asked and they received. All shapes and sizes, midflightbrawl.com. We've got the St. Jaden's College Greyhound Polo Limited Edition. There's only a handful left. Yeah. That's the only run we're doing. How have you been, mate? Oh, I'm all right. A bit, bit tired. I've been watching a bit of World Cup and uh, it's quite antisocial, the hours, in fact, as well as trying to yeah. work. It's no good, but it has been pretty good. I've enjoyed it. Um, what an absolute pleasure to see England fucking implode once again. Yeah, your mates. <laughs> sure I, you actually, I want them to go well because they that country needs a win. Battlers. They really do need it. But they just can't every time. Fuck me. Like this, you know. They should practice penalties, I reckon. I reckon no one's told them that in the last 30, 40 years. But uh, that's what you should do. Any English footballers listening, do some penalty practice because it pays dividends on the back end. Yeah, when you pretty much get a free kick a few metres out, <laughs> you should nail it. But a lot of them don't. Um, oh. how'd you, I'm amazed now, obviously, all your, your blue, white and red face paint, that's come off. I yeah. can't see any of that. <laughs> you still got your voice, even though you're yelling Viva la France or whatever, driving around. It's pretty interesting. I mean, the semifinals haven't happened yet at time of recording. They will have by the time this comes out, but uh, nice to see Morocco, Croatia in there. Um, see how they go. Pretty interesting. Anyway, 
boring for people who don't like sport. And if you are an English fan, you know, in a way, sucked in. It's sport. Move on. Doesn't matter. England had a had a rough Sunday because I watched the UFC, an actual sport later. And um, I just say any any time you can play two, you can have two matches within a week. I don't know. It's really no oh, basketball like baseball. Those, they do a double header. Yeah, go, they don't what? do much. Though, do two, they? Two in a Grid day. on they play about four or five games a week, don't they? No, one a week. Do they? Oh, I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's baseball. They play about play a few. Yeah, base, baseball, Tuesday, Thursday, basketball, Saturday. they play heaps. Yeah, okay. They're mad for it, but they've also, for some reason, I think baseball. It's like one hundred and sixty-eight or one hundred and seventy-two. It's some insane amount of games in a season. Yeah, I I played a game of football the other night, and I'm probably going to give it a year Footy? to get over it. Soccer. Yeah. Goodness, I'm, I'm still I'm feeling a fair bit older. Um, Why we, the next day? Oh. What do you mean? All your all your fold up bike riding to the airport up hills. Funnily, riding a bike does nothing for for your sprinting back and forth abilities mm. and getting kicked and stuff. Fuck, I was sore. Hard work. Uh, half my age. Good fun. Next, next oldest. But yeah, it was great fun. It was great. A bunch of Sydney comedians got a game going on uh, twice a week. They play about once a year. I'm going to make an appearance. Impact player. <laughs> Are they? Uh, you're like the the superstar going to IPL for six weeks, make a million. Oh, definitely own. not. No, sorted. It was. I loved it. It's great, but I, you know, hundred hundred ten percent me. So I came out feeling quite sore. I hadn't had a proper game since last century. And I can imagine your your wife yelling out into the driveway on that afternoon. Going, Are you barbecuing again? You go. No, I'm just shaving shaving the studs to make them real pointy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming in hot. Well, you'll love this. A nice little a Werribee tale in the suburb that I grew up in, the western suburbs of Melbourne. Junior footy. There were, I think from about under 14s, those studs, the metal studs got banned. Oh, yeah. And before a game, you'd have to put your feet up if you have studs and the umpire would come around and check the word. Yeah, they'd check them, yeah. No metal showing. But if, a couple of times you're doing a bit of white out at home, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble here. I've got to paint these. Painting the studs so they don't notice them. They put they run their hand over it. Sometimes they're just looking. Oh, they're not hitting every stud. Oh, okay. Well, mm. if you look like a thug, they do. Mm. Touch your studs. We had medals. We all had them. You had to screw them in each time. That's why my mum would never let me get a, an undercut. Because they'd check your studs too hard, they'd and you couldn't hurt people. Check your studs. Of course yeah. they would. <laughs> Were you in the market for an undercut? Yeah, I asked for one. Mum said absolutely not. Oh, Karen was all over it. She understood the thing that I know now and I wish I'd listened to back then was if you dress a certain way and look a certain way, cops will just fucking pull you over. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) And sometimes rightfully so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here are our first uh, beautiful, uh, what what would you call these, Higgy? Like letters? It's that time of year. Encouragement. Encouragement. Oh, so it is. Yeah. Bit of encouragement here. The first bit Got of encouragement. To, positive. to get you all to join Patreon, us on Patreon, help us out, man. We 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 uh, we hire an audio engineer now, the unbelievable Conrad, who's putting this together. The thing you're listening to makes us sound better. We just yell it into a fucking jam jar and send it to him. Ends up on the internet. So can't do that without Rad. We've also got a researcher. The bloody Karen's there, and the my mum. She's there in the uh, in pretty much an apple factory, yes. All by herself, sending out polos. Got to pay her. And this is what we're doing to encourage you to get around us. This first message is from Richard. Look here, fuckbags. You can't expect these boys to run MFB on a Milwaukee radio heggy pinch from a job site and a tin can phone. Cody rigs up from two icy cold cans of coke, swipe from the black, back of a black thunder. They need your support. Either chip in a few bucks on the Patreon or have the decency to smoke in the toilet of an Airbus then take a swing at someone in the emergency row. The choice is yours. Be a king on the ground or a cunt in the sky. Either way, get on it, Quick Sticks Dog Dicks. Very good. Quick Sticks Dog Dicks is fantastic. It's not bad Never at all. heard it. I, I love like it. it. Uh, next one's from Samuel. This one goes out to my brothers, Kieran and Matthew. Some are personalised, sorry, and I love this. Very personal. This is my favourite part. This one goes out to my brothers, Kieran and Matthew. It's fucking tight, despicable fucks like you that are costing Heggy the opportunity to get glassed at Hotel Mexicola. 
in Bali. Maybe get a refund on two of your 10 friends Blu-ray box sets and sign up to Patreon. Not only will it go a long way to supporting the MFB boys, but it'll also give you for Falcon a break from that incessant rubbish. Get a dog up ya, your poindexters. Oh, any, anyone watching fucking Blu-rays of Friends. <laughs> Sam's a cool brother. As soon as I walk in the house, I'd sort of start to remove a shoe and then just flick it at the fucking big screen. Oh, revolting. Just four 30-odd-year-olds living in an apartment. Yeah. Tom. This is from Tom. Thanks to my cheapo sibling for getting me hooked on this podcast in the first place. Now they're gallivanting around Europe and I'm drinking beers on the couch alone on a Wednesday, putting the bill for the entertainment they and their stingy ilk enjoy freely. Cough up some cash or I'll top deck your toilet while you're away. Land Larrikins is the better show anyway, you fucking sting. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. That's very nice of him. This one's from Callum. Thanks to Shory for calling me out earlier in the year and getting me to contribute to the Patreon. I yes. guess good old-fashioned bullying still works. Mm-hmm. Jared... As an aside, it's fantastic to see all that money you saved on rent by sleeping rough in your car has been put to good use by paying to keep the lights on at MFB HQ. Who needs a fixed address anyway? <laughs> so we're getting some positive ones and some abusive ones. Yeah, hurt. You know what I like? Hurt people hurt people. And that's always says, said as a negative, but in this case, they're passing <laughs> it on. And I love it. This is from Rowan. <laughs> hey, freeloading cunts. Pay up so these legends don't have to degrade themselves like this making my answering machine message. Hi, you've reached Rowan. I can't get to the phone right now. Makes you think, doesn't it? Leave a message or don't. I don't care. Again, pay up, you fucking seagulls. (laughs) Very good. Speaking of which, you put up a photo the other day on socials media mm. of uh, you. You're at school. Were you school age? Yeah. Yep. I would have been year ten. Yeah. And I was uh, finishing university, and people, I got. I, don't, I think. I think some people didn't really understand it because mm. I got a few messages because it got reposted and stuff. So yeah, I, I just said. I just said back before we started midfly brawl, mm. they weren't of us at the exact same year. Yeah, I know, but people of our education journeys, as you call it, I don't think <laughs> epic journey. <laughs> I um, I a few people misunderstand that. Like, oh, you look like shit, mate. You haven't aged well. I'll tell you what, yeah, man, it's nearly thirty years ago. Yeah, it's how fucking aging works. Yeah, it's how the world works. Unfortunately, you're not going to look. I'd love to see a photo of anyone thirty years, twenty nine, I think, years apart, and see what happens. <laughs> of yeah. course, I look fucking different. It's insane. Anyway, yeah, mine's about. Mine's about twenty years and twenty thousand beers. Yeah. Uh, later, they but they do add up. But also, fucking, you know, what's with the bullying? Like people just want to get into bullying. Yeah, yeah fuck you, flog. You're a wanker. You what do you mean? You got a degree? You fuckhead. There's a bit of that. So what, <laughs> what? What is that? I don't know. Leave it to us, will you? Favorite comment for me was uh, neck Cody because my neck was thicker than my head. I was oh, making yeah. that up when I say it, <laughs> and. Uh, I said to Luch, you know what? I'm finally jumping in on New Year's resolutions at the age of 35. I'm going back to Neck Cody. I'm going to get fucking jacked. And anyone that said shit about you, heck, I'm coming to bash him. <laughs> oh, don't don't work on the I'm neck. Br- I'm bringing it back. <laughs> don't get. I'm bringing the, Neck Cody. The back. built-in skin <laughs> collar. It's no good. It's terrible. A schneck. Um, man, in other news. Just plugging away at gigs. I don't know what you've been up to, but I, I did a trial show the other day for my new show. Well, half of it, oh, yeah. and it was appalling. Um, yeah. Just got That's stared at, show. stared at for a solid forty minutes. Just getting stared at. Whatever. Listeners may not understand that trial shows that we do. Our our manager organises them, and they get people in for free. You get a drink and some food, but what they do is because they've got so many emails and blah 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 of people that come to our shows over the years they won't pick those people no absolutely not they'll pick people that go and see some would say the polar opposite and they're fans of them yeah and then if you can get a laugh in that room hot diggity you're going to be flying come well, to a time not this guy <laughs> very light on the laughs now is this one of those because i have seen this with you sometimes you're the only person i've ever seen where for 15 minutes the crowd of trying to figure out the rhythm 
Mm. They're just staring. Yeah. And then they finally go, fuck, he's not changing. We better. No. And really get into it. They didn't Did change. you have a feeling like 15, 20 in, I'm going to be all right. Turn this thing around. <laughs> no, not at all. Rare for me to turn a gig the good way. <laughs> In fact, I don't, I don't recall ever doing that. I think it's I've I've gone the other way plenty of times, but to go from bad to good, that's above my pay grade. Not there. Um, been uh, on the on the topic of you. Well, we're talking before. I think we started recording. You and your heroes. Uh, anyone who hasn't read it, yeah. bloody great article in the Sydney Morning Herald go. this weekend past on this? your mentor and yep. hero and golfing buddy. You in thirty years. Greg Norman. Oh, wow. It's fantastic. Yeah. Have a read. What's I mean, it? I knew most of it anyway, but yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's pretty snarky, well-written, and he's yeah. a fucking grub. Oh, of course. Yeah, I had him penciled in for a Larrikins episode, but I think they've pretty much covered everything in that. <laughs> Just read the article. <laughs> I do, yeah. So, I, you know. He's just trying to get the Saudis involved in the golf world. Oh, he's one of the greediest turds you've ever met. Just a fucking grub. No good. Anyway. Something bad will happen Victim of tall poppy, according to him. Bit of a wanker, yeah. according to everyone else. A lot of a wanker. I'm going to have to put my tinfoil hat on quickly. There was a, a sports journalist over in Qatar who died at a game over the weekend. Oh, yeah, he died. Who'd also been pulled aside a week or so before for wearing a uh, pro-gay marriage shirt. Detained oh, for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Now he's dead. Yeah, just a fit bloke dying watching soccer. Mm. How did he, he had a heart attack, did he? Yeah. Yeah, right. Now I know you'll say he's probably vaccinated and that's what happens, but Yeah. I can. think it's a bit more <laughs> Yeah. You think there's more to it. <laughs> I'm going deeper, man. Yeah, good on you. No, Mate. I'll tell you I'll tell you what's been happening here is fucking just Christmas. Yep. Um Last night, local bloody council put on carols. Brilliant. And fuck, first and last time. So, How did you go? Did you go baritone or tenor? <laughs> Baritone's the deeper one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I went tenor. Yeah. Um, no, I uh, <laughs> went along. I just, I just love though. It's like this is for the kids. The kids will love it. And they, they put it at 7 p.m. at night is when the carols start. I go, Oh, I've got two kids. I don't know who's running this event. They're not going to love it. Yeah. If you want them to love it, 10 a.m., they'll fucking love it. Yeah. In their absolute prime in the morning. 7 p.m. on a summer night, they're not going to love it. You know who did love it? Mosquitoes. Oh. They fucking loved it. They they love kids. They absolutely love kids. Sweet, <laughs> untainted blood. And the kids, they'll fucking get right into that. Uh, you don't see the Wiggles doing shows at night. We probably do now for all the losers who... Like as adults go without kids, should be on some sort of list. But um, they probably are. It's something we'll find out later. Yeah, Pretty we've spoken grim. about this before. A mate of mine tried to go to Legoland by himself. Oh yeah, he got kicked out. And I went, Where's the kid? No, nah, I don't have one. Well, you're not coming in. No, yeah. and I like that. <laughs> I fucking love. It's very that. good. Before we get stuck into the app. Uh, each week we're down the line, Heggy. You've always got a Zoom background with a rather grim history. Usually it's a house of someone that's done some pretty crook shit. Yeah. Not seeing a house here. I am seeing Couldn't find his house. Him, is it? Wow. Ah uh, no, that's done not it him. again. No. Uh what is this? This looks like a bit a bit scarecrowy. A little bit. There's a scarecrow in a field. Mm. It's and um, I cannot see the font down the middle. But it's not English. It's not in English. No, it's no. not. We're looking at um, the beautiful country of South Korea, quite pertinent to today's oh. episode, in fact. I thought I'd, thought I'd spread it out and not discriminate over our murderers mm. and uh, get one from your favourite neck of the woods. This guy, this is in uh, Hwasyong, um, Lee Chun-jae, South Korea's most celebrated serial killer between 1986 oh. and 1994, killed 15 oh. women, this guy. All women. And, uh, the only thing that stopped him, was going to jail for for twenty years to life for killing his sister in law in nineteen ninety four, and this this is good for the filth, DNA and confessions, they were orders of the day for the two million hours of police work dedicated to solving the case, and though they eventually did prove that he did it all, the statute of limitations had passed. It's fifteen years in South Korea. It's been raised since. 
Yeah. So he hasn't been convicted. 15 years, that's good value. Huh. Hold on. So, what, he murdered 15 women? Yep. No jail. Oh, he's in jail for the 20 years yeah. to life for the for the oh, sister-in-law killing. Sister-in-law. Like, but the he other could get paroled after fine. 20 years, but he, he probably won't. They're probably going to go for the life thing. It would be unpopular to let a guy out who's killed yeah. 15 plus people. Um, yeah. 15 years, though, that's good value. You can get lost on the run for 15 years. It's very generous for South Koreans to allow that for their murderers. It's gone up to 25 or something, but if you can kill someone, just leave. 15 years later, come home and go, yeah, sucked in, whatever. That's mad. You are someone, I think, that legitimately could do that. I've heard your your bike travels around Tassie and New Zealand and you just don't talk to anyone yeah. for weeks. Oh, 15 years is a stretch, but, yeah, you go to another yeah. country or something. But even like your mate, Ted Kaczynski. It's the killing someone part that's harder, I reckon. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> See, I, th- I think the not talking to anyone for long enough to get away with something would be harder. Yeah. Than the killing someone. Well, that's how they all get caught in it. Shut your mouth. All right, been that time of year again. Here's some more messages from the patrons, the people who are keeping this thing going for you scummies. This is from Liam. For the Bartlett brothers, both of whom listen for free, and any other povo virgin unwilling to part with a bit of bangers and mash for Luke Heggie and his mate Mick. They're only renters and they need the cash. (laughs) This one's from Emily. To my darling Josh, I give you a lot for free in this relationship and one of these things is Cody and Heggy talk about absolute wildland larrikins. Remember, Fatso, you owe me 56 times $10.50, you cheap, weak-gutted dog. I'll do the math for you. That's $588. Love ya. (laughs) Standover tactics always better with a love you at the end. This oh. one's from Edward. To all the freeloading mosquito-brained cunts, we should be taking violence off the terracing and back onto you where it belongs with such acts as going up for the header with an elbow <laughs> out, giving you a nice lump behind the ear, a poke in the eye when you're not looking and some studs down the back of your Achilles. Always a nice one. So stop being so fucking cute before you get a chunk of your forehead bitten into while you convert pounds into Aussie dollars, you fucking sad fuckheads. <laughs> Love it. This is from Zach to my beautiful breadwinning fiance Amber. Oh, he's going, he's going the breadwinner. I love this, Ooh, Zach. Good yes. start. He's chucked beautiful in at the start to just now he yeah. can dig in. And can she's you got please more money ex- than him? <laughs> can you please explain the fucking logic of you scumming off my Patreon subscription when you make almost thirty grand a year more than me? I'm already supporting the entertainment habits of all the other freeloading cunts, and now this. Stop being a tight ass and cough up some coin to support MFB HQ, and you even get some pencils out of it. Please sort yourself out. You're better than this. Love you. Heart emoji. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> Good bloke. Uh, last one for this batch from Dan. Long-time listener, first-time abuser. I'll probably go back to cheating Heggy out of another gold-plated jet ski in the new year. We just wanted to wish a wooing Christmas to Jarad, the man with the race car bed and hot dogs thawing in the sink. Go fuck yourself, you fucking fuck. <laughs> now, Dan should know, this is the example I read to my wife, Lucia. I was yeah. laughing on the couch one night reading through these and she said, what are you laughing at? And I read Dan's message. <laughs> and she said, and you're using this for who? And I'm like, no, no, no. This is our Patreon subscribers. It's their chance to abuse the fucking freeloaders. <laughs> I'd say time to shine. Already been two Jarads looking for more of them in the future. By the way, I love a fucking fuck. And he's oh. got, go fuck yourself, you fucking fuck. What a final sentence. What a sign off from Dan. Cheers, Dan. <laughs> All right, back to the app. Anyway, I had mate. someone beep at, me, beep at me in traffic yesterday. and um, You killed him? One of those. No, one of those great times. I was talking to a mate about it. And he said, how nice is it when you drive into a gig or whatever and you don't have your family in the car? It's so relaxing. Like mm. even if someone overtakes you or beeps, you don't care. Like whatever. I'm having a great time. But I look at it the opposite way. Yeah. My, my family's not here. I can really fucking say some stuff. Cut loose. That would scar them all. <laughs> With the windows up, you know. Has anyone heard that tree fall in the forest? You're calling people all sorts of things. Yeah. Oh, no. He got, he got a very straightforward. Oh, Beep, beep at a light that was already red behind me. Two words, Eggy. 
10 bucks if you get it. Oh, fuck off. Nah. What cunt? Oh, goodness. And then another another Straight beep the and then head out, repeat. And then I was getting stared at by two rather large men in a car. And I go, well, I'm in now. Yeah. Pick my battle. Yeah. We ended up parking in the same parking garage. Me further away from them, I lost them. They were on my tail the whole time. I think they were ready to go. I think like the, the days of getting angry and having road rage and any sort of fight in public pretty much over for you. Like you, once you've on a billboard or you're slightly known, you know, you you can't do anything like this, mate. You've got to cut that out. Yeah, well, no, no, no. You have to, you have to win. That's what, you, that's what went through my head. Oh, Fucking the stakes are higher, mate. You just snap their phones in half. Someone will get all the this on their phone. Yeah. <laughs> I need I need net Cody to come out. <laughs> like Popeye eats some pin, some protein powder in the car. Oh, I man. Get in. <laughs> right, our neck. Let's, Let's dig get in. Cracking. Let's do it. Woo! All right, mate. Today we're looking at Korean Airlines Flight Two One One Five. April 17, 2016. Never had this route. Yeah. Seoul to Guam. Oh, fuck. The only time they ever flew it, someone kicked off. They never did it again. Yes. I love a route like this, Seoul to Guam. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's got to be unusual. It's, uh... I think Korean, Korean Airlines, 140-odd episodes into this, they've only popped their heads up a few times, but yeah, when they, they do... Mm. I do it properly. You're going for it. Fucking oath. <laughs> this is a bloke. Of course. Uh, called <laughs> Kwon Woo Sung. Uh, 43 years old. Dentist from South Korea. Yeah. Uh, your mates, are they? Are they still your mates? You're still getting threatened. Oh. Nah, still good. Made fun of a boy it. band a few years ago on a fucking clip show. They uh, mm. sent me photos of. My son with a knife in his head. So brilliant. Yet and here yet he's he is. Still around. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Still pretty fucked. Um, here's a factoid. In North Korea, mm. uh, teeth whitening and implants have become quite popular, but you have to source your own materials and bring oh, them to the that, dentist. That's fucking awesome. I love as, that. <laughs> as you do with braces, etc. Hold on. Where are you? <laughs> North Korea. So you can, they'll, they'll install it, they'll put the implants in, but you yep. just have to bring the raw material. Yep. And they you do it on the that. dodge. Oh, well, on average, oh, man. you don't. That's implied in you have to bring your own braces to get braces. Yeah. <laughs> of course they're doing it on the dodge. <laughs> we talked about dentists before, haven't we, about people getting dental work done in a house and stuff. I actually... Oh. My orthodontist was in a house. I don't think I mentioned it on the thing, but yeah, it was, in a, it was a converted house. He had chairs and stuff, like the whole, but it was a house, just a yeah. suburban house. Yeah, we've sp- we've spoken about these businesses before. <laughs> I used to my hairdresser in Hoppers Crossing was just the front room of a house yeah. around the corner. Right, that always have a little uh, little sign and little letterbox. It clumps of wet hair all over the garden. <laughs> An average dentist. In North Korea, makes one dollar twenty a month. So they do illegal operations and house calls on top of that. Pretty good. That's that's it's such a small amount for per month. Like I've heard that crazy. That's let you just be World Vision kid. World Vision kid better than North Korean dentist. Pretty much caning it. 20-odd times the amount. <laughs> Fuck, man, that is pretty harsh. Anyway. $1. twenty a month. So they've got to do some black market stuff. Man, you, fuck, they'd probably do better if they could just source their own braces and fillings and shit. They probably do. They, yeah. Anyway, we're not talking North Korea, though. We're talking South Korea. I just came across that. <laughs> uh, South Koreans have fairly good dentistry. South Korea, your mates. The song, Gangnam Style, is this what you mm. rip it into? This guy? No. No. Oh, someone else, wasn't it? By PSY. Sorry. Global one hit wonder. South Korean. Over four point five billion views on YouTube. But I th- then I think I think it was the first video to get to a billion views on YouTube. Fuck. Crazy. You got to perform it in the White House, I think. Oh man. I don't think White House is a great place for entertainers. 
Like I just I, terrible. I don't think you should go there. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Don't go to the White House. It's, you know, on a tour of if you're political, politically minded, or a, on a school trip or something. But as a celebrity or a successful yeah. business, oh, I don't go to the fucking White House. Yuck. What do you What do you think about the like the NFL and NBA teams when they yeah, win no the good. championship? They all stand out the front in their big suits. Yeah. Do any of them go there and stick it to the man? Uh, well, I think when Trump was uh, president, um, and that's when you were wearing that red hat. But- well, God willing, he will be <laughs> again. <laughs> I think a few of them said, nah. Yeah, right. rocking up. Yeah. Fair enough. Got to stand up for something. Um, PSY made a much less successful song two years later with your mate Snoop Dogg. Oh. And it was called Hangover. And I listened to this, and I didn't hear Snoop say his own name once. Must have forgotten oh. what his fucking name was at that time. So he forgot to that yell it. It's probably what wrecked it. Snoop will do anything. I know we've covered him in yeah. a previous episode. He is all for it. Mm. Loves the cash. Quan is from Gyeongju, the museum without walls, archaeological sites underfoot everywhere. Uh, did a bit of reading about Gyeongju, and the cuisine in Gyeongju is surprisingly pretty much standard Korean food, although they have Gyeongju bread, a typically glutinous Asian bread full of red bean paste. People just Ooh. can't leave well enough alone, can they? <laughs> bread was perfected a very long time ago, and here we are trying to make it different. Leave your fucking pastes and shit out of it. Just try to make it nice. Concentrate on that. So, I say shoot for the stars, man. Your negative attitude, we'd never have fucking cheesy mite rolls. The Baker's Delight. Yeah. The world would still spin just fine without cheesy mite fucking rolls. Or you could put cheese and veggie mite on your own rolls when you get home. Baker's Delight, honestly. Um, (laughs) Seoul, Incheon Airport. You been there? No, I've never been to Korea. I've been been to the airport somehow. Can't remember why. Probably Um, flew Korean Air. Yeah. No, I didn't. Something else. Uh, has Korean Korean food's really enjoyed some time in the sun of late, hasn't it? It is nice, but I think it's fried it's, chicken and beer, or you mean oh, the uh, the barbecue? <laughs> it's fried chicken and beer really Korean? Like that? Well, the co- Korean fried chicken, fuck, that's beautiful. I love real it. Real tasty stuff. Yeah, but beer and fried chicken is not traditional, is it? That's got to be in the last generation that's come about. Like Koreans are, let's say, appropriating that from somewhere else. Um, <laughs> you mean the. Uh, co- the Korean barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. I reckon it's getting kudos for, for the names it brings to the vernacular too. Sunsu Bang Sang, Bibimbap, etc. That yep. sort of thing. Their airport food looks amazing. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Like really magnifies just how fucked Australian airports are when it comes to cuisine. And most airports, oh, yeah. really. It's just, oh. But at, at Incheon, though, for the... For the likes of you. What have we got there? there? Oh, yeah, here we go. Scruffy they, Murphy's. They still have nine or ten Taco Bells, KFC, <laughs> six Burger Kings, and eight Dunkin' Donuts. Fucking yes. And you can get yourself a coffee. Thank you very much. Ice latte, no less, for you. Beautiful. As you made me a man go and get for you recently. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Krispy Kreme. Mmm. That's just Terminal <laughs> 1. Krispy Kreme coffee. Krispy Kreme coffee. <laughs> Far out. All right. My pick of the things to do there, though, food-wise, is drop into Bubba da Bibba And I'm, Ooh, not, what's I'm not play-acting there. Bubba da Bibba. They've got dried Pollack hangover soup. Yum. Ooh. Just dried fish and soup. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Quan, on his way to Guam for a Man, holiday. Man, I'm flying out of uh, Ho Chi Minh. City. The, their airport, yeah, sick. Yeah. Same. We're getting faux and everything. Awesome. Where? Faux. 
Oder ein Fall. Fäh. 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 I reckon they spit in Whitey's soup when you say fur. Cut it out. Whatever. Tastes good. All right, time for another few messages of support from our Patreon subscribers. And you you can join right now. You can get in on the bashing for the next one of these. Patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. This one is from Richard. You tight-fisted dropkick fucksticks need to pony up some cashola quick smart before the fucking world burns to a crisp. You're only going to piss the money away, so drop some on these battlers so they can watch the apocalypse with a belly full of 4X gold and proper 12. You're all a bunch of scum-sucking maggots, and I hope you get herpes for Christmas, you freeloading pricks. Whoa. <laughs> Not bad. Good sauce. And I lo- we're still getting shots in. Like, I'm drinking proper 12 and you're drinking 4X gold at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I, I, I don't mind popping a bit of bullying for this. This is for the greater good. This one is from Keen. Paul, I know you're hearing this. I know you had no problem cashing my fucking rent check last month. If somehow you still don't have a few bucks to kick over to the boys, it's time to get your ass up north to do some real work again. Cheers to Cody and Heggy, and a cold Canadian get fuck day to the freeloaders. That's straight out to his landlord. Not bad. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this one is from Daniel. Todd and Jesse, stop spending all your cash on kombucha and tree planting and start giving dub boys some more, you cheap tip ibis cunts. Since I started flicking the lads some dollars, I can now do push-ups to infinity, and that's all the proof you need that these two dumb, lovable fucks are a worthy investment. Merry Christmas and love your guts. Dano. This is from Chris. Fucking pay up. Grubs. Signed. Everybody. That's the most menacing yet. Is that the fifth one? No, one more. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's quite scary. This one is from Liam. Khan Cuns. Higgy's still renting and he's nearly eligible for the age pension. Sling the boys a few doozy. A few doos, <laughs> eh? <laughs> so, sling the boys a few doos, eh? I like yeah. this. Khan Cuns. <laughs> he's cut the tea out of that on purpose. Yeah, it's good. Let's get back to the app. Um, Quan's on his way to Guam for a holiday. Dentists do suffer from stress. Uh, he ordered five beers. The highest suicide rate, I believe, the old dentist. Yeah, I think so. You hear that? No every, one's happy to see him. Every few years or so you hear that. Oh, toll booth operators, lots of suicide. We got rid of them, though, didn't we? Yeah. Maybe they got rid of themselves, but they've, they've sort of, yeah, and then it'll go to dentists. Dentists have always been a um, fairly staple on that realm. Anyway, get help if you have a bloody chat to someone if you need it. Um, <laughs> he ordered five beers within a what time frame? Um, I'll say three hours. I'll give you this in dollars. It's minutes. In, oh, in, hold on, in minutes. Less than 60 then. Yep. Yeah. I'm not yeah. doing the baby thing. She's 19 no, no, no. and a half months no, no, no. old. No, no, no. This is, I'm, I'm going to say 22 minutes. Nah. I like the cutting jib though. That is fast. Still fast, 35. Oh, nice. Seven Near minute every beers. every seven minutes. Yeah. Seven minute beers. That's impressive in anyone's language. That's yep. about a, what's a century club in volume? You know that oh. shot, of, shot of beer every minute in 100 minutes? Well, That'd what, be, what's in a shot? That'd only be about mil. six or seven beers. Yeah. No, no, no. 30. So three litres of beer. 30, yeah, three litres of beer. Minutes, I've never done. I've never done that. But anyone that has says it's terrible. It's a yeah. really bad time. It's terrible. It's a really think, bad time. Three liters of beer. <laughs> <laughs> I did it when I was in Canada. It was a bad time. I did yeah. not make it. I didn't no. have the. Oh, I didn't have the. Didn't have the bulk. You got to be. I don't know. You got to be really seasoned plus big. I reckon to pull that off. That's only about six pints. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Not even six. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a – oh, man. It's, it's also the, the quickness of every minute whack. Yeah, and I hear, I hear something too about because you're throwing it back, you're not giving air the time to do its yeah, work. Maybe. It, I don't yeah. know. I got in the high 80s and then just, no, nah, I'm not – I can't. Yeah, well. Sorry. Fuck. I'm going to probably die. <laughs> 
<laughs> Someone's going to tell my mum. They still had more in you. Yeah. Oh, I could have. Oh, no, I wouldn't have made it, I don't think. <laughs> um, after this, the flight crew decided no more drinks for Quan. And uh, See, Quan again, didn't, didn't I, don't, I don't want to blame the flight attendants, but someone ordering seven-minute beers, that's something you pick up on at the third beer. Yeah, but if you're a sneako, you ask different people. It's probably asked three different people for them. Now, hold on. We said five beers in 35 minutes. They're seven-minute beers, but that's yes. that's actually wrong. That's trickery. It's like the Olympics, you know. Oh, because you order one at the start. He's actually got a couple yeah. more minutes there. But yeah. still, you don't you don't let someone get five in in 34 or however many in in 35 mm-hmm. minutes and then yeah. go, whoa, Nelly, you either stop that earlier or fucking keep it up. Yeah. Well, a lot of people with you, not his fault. Um, he's gone and done the only thing he could do there. He's, he's gone and had a smoke in the toilet. That's a cross, cross-cultural move, isn't it? Everyone's doing that, especially lately on this podcast. There's a fucking heap of toilet darts. Yeah, uh, it has been a twist, good run of toilet to darts. I don't reckon anyone's squatting while doing it, though. You don't think? Oh, that'd be nice. Mm. Yeah, I love a squat dart. <laughs> Wicket keeper stance with a durry. Yeah, little tip, always non-wiping hand, all right? <laughs> Could get confused. Um, and he admitted it when he got questioned by a flight attendant, stating he would pay the fine. That takes like all that. the power away from the authorities, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah I'll pay it, rack off. <laughs> it would be nice beforehand to know, all right, if I smoke on a plane, they're going to charge me this much Yeah. if I fucking do this and just have that amount, you know, just ready to go. Just ready to peel them off. There's no industry standard. <laughs> yeah, I know. We have figured this out on this podcast. You've seen it. You could get bashed, you get put in jail forever, or you can get yeah. a $5 fine. So, yeah. You could gambler s- man. give someone a sideways eye and get hanged. Yep. Or you could kick someone's teeth in and get a naughty, naughty. <laughs> Who knows? Quan has then tried to order two more beers. That is audacious. The um, <laughs> flight attendant told him. Yes. You know what he's thinking there? He's like, if I'm I've fucking forgotten. thirsty. I'll order a few. I can sit on these. <laughs> oh, also it's a bait and switch. They're still thinking about the cigarette thing. Just ask for two more beers. <laughs> I, love, I love this bloke. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> flight attendant said he's not going to be served anymore, to which Quan became very angry and began yelling at her. Um She's called for assistance from her supervisor, who also told Quan he wouldn't get any more beers, that his behaviour was creating an issue. Um, Quan then threatened the supervisor, saying that if he wasn't served two more beers now, he would cause a disturbance. And then he hasn't even waited for what's going to, you know, what the answer was to that. He's just lunged <laughs> at the supervisor, just caused the disturbance immediately, yeah, and attempted to punch him. Then he's grabbed him. And dragged him through the aisle. Oh. Collared him, yanked him up the aisle. Yep. Two were struggling, and the FA had to ask for help from surrounding passengers. Wonder how that went. Squealing, yelling, dunno. Um Quan continued to fight with the FA and four to five other passengers. Dunno how that number wasn't more accurate. Who kicked yeah. Quan while he's getting tied up? <laughs> me, me. Yeah, I got a one in the face. I got a fucking headshot in. I kicked his teeth. Me. Someone sat back and just gone. I'm not admitting it. I don't know. It's four or it's five. You fucking know if you've done it. And again, I always do like to Monday morning quarterback this, but the uh, as he's dragging a bloke up the aisle, whoever's behind him as he approaches the aisle, perfect time for a little sneaky foot out the side. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I'd, I'd put a knee out for sure. <laughs> Um, Actually, I I wouldn't have to, knowing just how every time I sit, I'm always in an aisle seat with my arms crossed and constantly just copping the elbow against the drinks trolley. Against your shoulder. Oh, drinks trolley. Yeah. I just get people, people's asses hit your shoulder now. That's where we are. Get Not even turbulence, just (laughs) whack. Just getting off to sleep and get an ass in the arm. No one cares. Uh, they were able to subdue Quan and tie his hands and feet up. They held him down for the remainder of the flight. And FA had to use a stun gun more than once oh. in the melee. He was shot oh, yeah. under his left clavicle with the gun a few times. 
the FA suffered bruising on his chest and back, a cut on his hand, and a puncture wound on his chest. Jesus. Quan obviously didn't cut his fingernails. What's Quan Graham? The pen or? I don't know. I don't know what's happened there. Puncture. <laughs> that sounds yeah. nasty. That's the big spiky pinky one. Horrible word when you're talking injuries. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, that should be checked at security, really. Long fingernails. Weapons. Cut them off. Mate, it, it is my favourite. Watching the UFC, the last thing, they'll come out to some over-the-top song, strut down, chest out, just eyeballing someone they want to kick unconscious. And then at the very last minute, the, the it'll be the coaches put Vaseline on the eyes, stop cuts and whatever. And then they have to hold their hands out to check fingernails, make sure fingernails aren't too long. What, and then they file them for them or what? No, no, no. If they're long, you'll get a fighter normally just biting one. Generally, they're fine. They'll just flick them to make sure they're not, you know, they're yeah. not going to scratch. But it really does take all the hype out of the They should make them paint out. them. Yeah, their, their country's colours. Oh. Yeah. I see your mate's got a special out, turned on Netflix recently. and Who's my mate? Conor McGregor's special. Oh, no, Notorious. That's an old documentary. It's from Is like it? 2017. Yeah. Oh, beg your pardon. Come on. Not yet watched it. <laughs> he anyway. was shirtless at his own pub recently with a proper 12 necklace on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there will be a land larrikins about him. At oh, some you can point. buy. If you can buy a class. He's proven that. Um, <laughs> got to the airport in Guam. And uh, his status changed. Status arrested. Released, though, on a $100,000 bail. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Mum put it up. <laughs> Huge. Big money. Huge amount of dosh. Yeah. Isn't Guam, well, is Guam a big uh, US military? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Generally. Middle of nowhere. Uh, US, US sort of principality, I think. Um not a principality, sorry, uh, territory. Quan pleaded guilty and his defence presented the court with testimonies from his 70-year-old mother and a psychiatrist. Oh, so no. Don't tell his me. His psychiatrist said he'd been treating Quan for the past three years for mental and emotional issues. There we go. Including anxiety, depression, anger issues, and others. <laughs> <laughs> and others. It's... Yeah, just just put some other stuff on there. Um, and plenty more where that came from. Oh, obviously, no one told, with all that going on in his life, no one told him that binge drinking might not be a good idea. So mm. whoever didn't tell him that, that's on them. Maybe a psychiatrist should have said, we need a fucking separate ID for people soon, don't we, who, who want to be allowed to drink? Like on top of proof of age, you've got to pass a few tests and show your ID before you get served. Oh. It's, not a, it's not a good idea for some people to drink anything. Of course, ever because this shit happens. Then you know what else we what else are we going for? You know what's next? <laughs> Animals marrying each other. Um, <laughs> the Korean community in Guam got behind him and asked for leniency in the case. Please give mercy to the defendant, so that defendant's one mistake would not make a dark mark on his life, the association wrote. Well, um, one mistake. Yeah. The one mistake would be if he just punched a durry in the bathroom. Yeah. Then he's gone ahead and made a few more one mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Quan also has a 70-year-old mother and a sister who has mental disabilities, according to the association's letter. Mr. Quan's mother is not able to sleep or eat well as she cries every night thinking about her poor son, they wrote adding that his family struggles financially with his absence. Uh, a Korean this judge. Is, this is all lining up to be pretty good for Kwon. Or a Korean judge, right, who went to school with Kwon, wrote a letter saying Kwon's a good bloke. He's stressed about his ageing mum and his sister and the fact that he's single at 43. So, yeah, wow. Unlike our mums, which aren't ageing. Putting yeah. ageing mum... <laughs> just a... the keys, man. We all love. Uh, and we we sort of we joke about this a bit, but you pull out all the stops, wouldn't you? Like if you if you're getting done in court in another country, no less. I'd I'd have to ring my brothers and say, look, I'm going to say some stuff about you publicly <laughs> that I don't really mean. 
They used to beat the shit out. They're, they're crazy. They're sick. They're on death. They look like Brian off the cigarette packet. And they've got all these other <laughs> and others, you know. And others. I've got to get, yeah. got to get home. Um, Quan was sentenced. What do you reckon he got? Oh, or sentenced. Oh, no, yeah. hold on. Sentenced, though, can be, I'm going to say. It's custodial sentence. Or, Give you that hint. Oh, all right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go short. I want to go like five days or something. Yeah, you're close. Yep. Oh, it's three years. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> fuck! But he did he did get some credit for the time under house arrest. So he was under house arrest in Guam. For how long? Oh, it's 50-odd days or something waiting for trial. Yeah, that's still not. Oh, no, Quan. Mm. Um, house arrest. I, I was having a squeeze at some house arrest stuff. In Australia, ankle monitors have a microphone. Do you know that? No. Oh, they're supposed to alert you when they're recording by vibrating so you can stop talking about drug oh. deals and shit. But <laughs> there have been some issues with that, some technical oh, issues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes oh, it'll just turn on. Oh, yeah. I'd be sticky taping the fucking thing up straight up. Yeah, of Um, course. Typical ankle monitor weighs 220 grams. I told you, I saw one on a bloke a few years ago. I was on Triple M. I got to interview Tai Tuivasa, Shui Vasu, the UFC fighter who does a shui when he wins. And uh, I went to his training camp on the Gold Coast and a guy he was sparring with, my producer nudged me and pointed at his leg and the bloke had an ankle bracelet on. Oh, yeah. Do you think if you kick someone in the face with your ankle bracelet and cut it, it's a legal move in UFC? Now, that wasn't even the most alarming thing. A full back tattoo of Scarface shooting the machine gun over That's the balcony. Right. You did tell me this. Brilliant. It's like your wall. And I, Yeah, it was. It was the poster I had in high school. And uh, <laughs> I pointed it out to him and said, mate, sweet tat. He said, sorry that the balcony's not finished. Oh. So feeling... <laughs> Yeah, right Feeling on. a bit ashamed about that. Thought he's going to say what tap on my what back, <laughs> making it largely useless. Um, the uh, prototype must have been heavier than that, though. That'd be quite cumbersome, I reckon, in the first stages. Can't wear socks under one; it's got to be touching the skin. So, oh. why for the uh, vibration? Well, a scram ankle monitor can de- can detect alcohol, zero point two BAC, in fact, from your sweat. So. Oh, they need it touching the skin. If you suppose if you've got a non-drinking one, if you've got a sentence where you can't drink, yeah. Um, some people wrap the monitor. What, oh yeah, here we go. In in alfoil <laughs> to scramble right. the signal. That's a report. I've fucking got some cookies from this, but that reportedly is the best way to scramble the signal. <laughs> um, and if you run out of batteries, what do you think's more embarrassing, the ankle bracelet or the driving around? And you've got the um, you got the little whistle in the car. You got a, what's it called? Um, Why? Oh, what is it? When someone gets busted drink driving, I've had a couple mates with them. They drive as you're driving. It goes did did did, and they've got to pull over and blow into their. Really? It's like a breatho attached to the car that it's if voluntary, you blow it, or it's yeah, it's issued no no by no, the government. yeah, it's issued by the government when you've been naughty naughty. But so they you drive the, like two minutes after you get in the car, it'll go pull over. What's it called? Yeah, yeah, it'll beep, and you've got to pull over and just blow into this thing, blow oh oh, and then you can keep driving, or get one of your kids to blow and do it. Realistically, of course, just come with a camera. No, already foiled it. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes you think, doesn't it? When you when you run out of batteries, a siren sounds and the filth turn up. So you've got to keep keep on top of plugging yourself into a fucking wall. Uh, time for a little more abuse for the people. If you don't like it, um, rack off. Well, this no, from- get on patreon.com slash midflybrawl, sign up, you'll get these episodes ad-free and early and extra no. content. The people over on Patreon, they're not hearing this. Absolutely. And if you don't like it, do it. Like any anyone who's bullied, you're going to grow up and become a bully. So grow up. This is from Kieran. Uh, Simon, Matt and Joe, I know you'll hear this before I do, given you're always soaking up 
the next crumb of free content like the freeloading pack of fuckwit sponges you are. I wouldn't tell anyone how to spend their ill-gotten dosh. Not my thing. But how about you stop blowing every dollar on electric car loans, home renos and deep freezers and instead throw these burgeoning children's authors a couple of shekels, you cheap cunts. Get your shit in one sock. Grow up and merry fucking Christmas. (laughs) He's dug it hard on his mates there. The electric car loans, home renos and deep freezers. I like it. Hit them where it hurts. This next one's from Richard. Hey, Ranger and Boxy, you pair of miserable pricks. Stop freeloading off the old man's coin and give the boys a hand. I'm sure one less fancy craft bucking beer a month at Mr. Percival's won't hurt you. In fact, have a Milton Mango instead down the Brunswick like real men and invest the savings into a couple of battlers just trying to make a living. Oh, never a true word said. <laughs> this is from Debo. I hope I pronounced this correctly. Mook mook, you freeloading piece of shit. The least you could do, especially as an employee of one of the cartels that pass for airlines in this country, is stop sponging content off to hardworking, thought leader, actor, comedian, fathers. Who have mouths to feed. Their tales of aeronautical biff brighten up your day so how about you buy one less obscure Japanese pressing of a Namibian <laughs> pop record this year and sling the boys a few of your ill-gotten dolly roos instead cunt <laughs> you know if that's a sign off or a, that's what you are yeah anyway you know, either way you know, what, you know what I love too the first one of these that started just generally going people that had them paid then the next batch that we got to do People started pointing out mates, but now they are pointing out friends' spending habits yeah. and the things they buy and why that's dumb and why they should oh, help us instead. <laughs> spread your wings, follow your dreams and get stuck into whatever you want. This next one you're about to read out is from Sam from The Fangs. Uh, I, fucking yes. red-hot Sydney band that people need to get behind. Yep, ripper bloke. Like most slash all relatively sane people, I absolutely fucking hate Christmas. One silver lining, however, is that I now get the opportunity to send in an insult to be read out on my favourite podcast. At Christmas in July, I went for a targeted approach, insulting my good friends Jared, Woody and Kel, who I believe still haven't upgraded to the Patreon. Maybe they just didn't get the fucking memo, but the fact I filmed their reactions suggests otherwise. I guess the mystery $302.50 withdrawals are still running hot and the crippling Suicide Tuesday anxiety hasn't brought them yet to stealing barbecue chickens from major supermarket stores to offset their MFB Patreon monthly fee. Blanche, take note, mate. I know you listen religiously now too. As for the general public and others that are yet to sign up for the Patreon, I can only assume you're the same kind of window-licking, mouth-breathing person, in quotes, that volunteers to line up outside of Channel 10 on a rainy Sunday night in the rain just so you can be part of the studio audience for the project. Go on. Better yourselves. You're worth it. Cheers and Merry Christmas, Heggy and Cody. Thanks for the laughs and see you next year. And he's done the C-U-N and then the year. <laughs> Capital Y and then just put T in brackets just so he could spell cunt to us. <laughs> what a dude. Man, I like it. Last one for this bunch is from Richie. Hey, you bunch of freeloaders. This isn't Centrelink where you get a handout so you can buy your Jim Bean and Winnie Reds whilst your kids eat leftover baked beans for dinner. <laughs> get behind Heggy and Cody and sling them some dolomites that you're going to shove down the Bricky's laptop to ensure the pod doesn't ride the rainbow into the clouds like the victims on Murderpedia. Love it. By the way, I saw a very very nice Mercedes rolling into the Centrelink near my joint the other day. Had real underbelly vibes. The first season of Underbelly, the Melbourne Underworld, there was one of the guys in that that had cruised down in a fucking $200,000 car to Centrelink Brilliant. to get payments. Epitomises. I bet, I bet he cops a bit of tall poppy syndrome, that bloke. <laughs> Let's get stuck back in. Anyway, Quan has appealed the case, and I've got to say it was quite harsh. Uh, didn't do any permanent damage to anyone. No. He and his 70-year-old mum... Yang Yang Hua went so far as to get on their knees and beg the oh. judge to be lenient. That's now, but this is this is again. This is like doing too much to try yeah. and win your high school mm. sweetheart over. Oh. Flowers, sing a song, yeah. turn up with the fucking jukebox on the 
the the boom box, sorry, on the shoulder. Yeah. I don't know many judges, but just the ones I've seen on TV. And while I'm down here, our special on Land Larrikins recently, available only on Patreon. Um, I would think that's not the sort of thing they indulge. No. Get up your pathetic fucking creatures, that sort of thing. Industry standard response to actual begging for mercy. <laughs> um, he did, though, end up winning the appeal. Oh. He was sentenced to 18 months in federal prison. And he did 57 days of his 550-odd days. But then he appealed a third time after 57 days. So this isn't good enough. I do have to get home. I'm a dentist. Um, asking for a sentence under a new judge. Like they pick your judge, though, do you? Oh, no. He, his original judge, Chief Judge Francis Tidenko Gatewood, had made an error in her original judgment by not considering the sentencing of others with similar conduct and that her explanation of her sentence was inadequate. She wasn't having any of this shit and, in fact, made it known early on that she'd be sentencing outside the guidelines of the six-month maximum term. When, <laughs> oh, you know Jesus. What? You're getting five times that, you fuckhead. She didn't like Quan. And, in fact, a local rag put the words mental illness in quotations for an article headline. Love it. They're onto it. <laughs> Defendant claims <laughs> mental illness. Uh, Ocon's got a little bit of mental illness, does he? That sort of thing. So, By the way, any 43-year-old man that rocks up to court numerous times with his mum, fucking no wonder yeah. you're single. I fucking. would do everything when I was 43 to <laughs> not even tell my mum. I'm still on business in Guam, mum. I'll call you <laughs> once a week. Why didn't you come to Christmas for, one minute, for five you can hear years? Some <laughs> I'm a bad son, all right? I don't care. Uh, while under house arrest, though, in Guam, waiting for the trial, Quan, this didn't stand him in good stead either. Quan broke the rules twice. Um, I don't think he had a regular ankle. I don't know what sort of. He had a sensor in the house. They have a sensor mm. in the house. If you go outside, that's it. Or I thought it would right. just be GPS. No anyway. idea. I don't know how they've worked fully. First time we moved the sensor to the carport, stating that he wanted to smoke away from the house. Doesn't sound too bad to me. <laughs> Second time, Quan went still, out of the house. Still the darts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, darts get people in trouble, don't they? <laughs> like, even if they don't get in trouble, they, they're the ultimate uh, yeah. you know, companion to fucking trouble. Um, second time, Quan went out of the house outside of his permitted hours. He had 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. For exercise, a bit like last couple of years, we only had – how long were we allowed out of the house for lock, you, Melbournes? Like an hour oh, a day one or hour? Yeah. One hour. Uh, he blamed this on an argument he had with his mum. Had to get out. Then he said, I just went on his run. The alarm went off at 3.41 p.m. He's so keen to go running, couldn't wait till 4 o'clock. <laughs> anyway, all's well now. Don't know if Quan is a dentist still. Hope so. World needs more of them. Um, Tell you what, his mum will be in his fucking ear until he dies, that bloke. Oh, for I sure. I wouldn't have it. I would have and just copped it on the chin. That is often the reason a man is ashamed that he's single. He's got to live with his mum forever. Like it's, oh. Well, son, you might as well look after me. Then that's your new life mission rather than getting married. Um, airlines, they, they need to have a... Long, hard look at themselves, don't they? Serving Quan five beers in 35 minutes, like you say, that's, that's too much. It's irresponsible. And the, the flight attendants should be in jail for treating an adult like an adult when they shouldn't have. It's fucking <laughs> disgrace. Five in 35 minutes on a plane, even a Bucks party would be like, well, hey, fuck it, guys. Easy. It's a flight. Yeah. This is a long flight. It's a long time to go. Uh, he ended up two years in Guam. Just went for a little bloody sticky peak holiday. <laughs> Two years. Went bankrupt, lost his dental practice. Anyone anyone with a criminal record cannot get medical licenses in Korea. So better off staying in the USA. They fucking encourage mental yeah. pra- medical practitioners to be shady from the documentaries I've seen. Fuck yeah. Do what they fucking want. They leave their, key, leave their car keys in your spinal cord, whatever. <laughs> Just get bigger fake teeth. And a, and a newer Lambo and you're a fucking new you. Oh, all this though over five beers. Man, you'd be regretting that. 
two years in Guam for five beers. Four. Yeah, it is quite funny to go, man, how much trouble could you get yourself into with still one of the six-pack left in the fridge? Yeah. Man, I'd one cigarette and five beers. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that regard, he has gotten further. It's like trying to drive when the petrol tank's saying empty. How far oh, yeah. can one man get? Five yeah. beers and a dart. You can spend two <laughs> years in Guam. <laughs> that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening in. If you want to get those bonus episodes, get on our Patreon, patreon.com slash midflight brawl. Helps keep the lights on here at MFB HQ. We've hired a sound engineer. We've got a bloody researcher. It's bloody, it's all happening. Oh, yeah professional operation thanks everyone for listening thank you especially for the patreons patrons uh we'll see you next week mate take it easy what thanks for tuning in to mid-air brawl this is our very first episode heggy you're already shaking your head it's mid-flight brawl dickhead oh fucking hell okay ready to go the clap hang on sorry i fucked it clap 